Listener Production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! G'day, it's Dobbo and Gordy on a Wednesday, the Footy Talk podcast, a listener podcast. Gordon, tell us happy Wednesday. We're going to unpack whether or not Queensland pick and stick. It's seven days till Christmas. We pick and stick. Not yeah. like the New South Wales boys. Can the hammer handle the troll? Gus Wallen will join us as well. This is Footy Talk. Let's get into it. Wednesday footy talk, the raging bull, the biggest superstar in the game these days. He's unbelievable. He's everywhere. Gordon Tallis, a very good I just had to look morning. over my shoulder. I thought Matty Johns or someone was walking in when you said no, that. It's you, mate. It's you. How no, are you, Bull? Yeah, How's mate, your week I'm, been? Well, it's origin. It's, yeah. it's something happening. Um, now the dust has settled. I really like Queensland. I love our side. We've got enough to get the job done, and that's all we need to do. So now it's about preparation, make sure it's seamless and everybody knows their role and they go out there next Wednesday night and perform what they need to do. Uh, I, I want to get to it a bit later, a couple of things, but the real issue that I continue hearing at the moment is, oh, Queensland, they don't pick and stick. They don't pick and stick. Now, our great mate Aaron Woods yesterday on Footy Talk he had a real crack at the whole ethos of the pick-and-stick theory that Queensland have always stuck by. Have yeah. a listen to this. For me, the big one is Kurt Capewell. I thought he's been outstanding for them for the last, I think, two or three uh, series he's been involved in. Yeah. They're thereabouts, their best players. So I know David Fafita's hit some good form, but you know, a player like Kurt Capewell who can play back row, can play centre, he's just such a versatile player. So it's funny because they always talk about loyalty. You know, when you're Maroon, we, we stick to our same pick-and-stick and they haven't done it. Poor well, 14 out of, Poor 14 out of no, 17, no, no, no. isn't it? 14 no, 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 out no. of 17 players. 16 out of 17 have played Origin. And if he does know his stats, so this, see, this, that's where that podcast breaks down. Reese Walsh made it two years ago and hurt his hamstring in the captain's run. So he was there before everybody else. So what happens is Origin players have missed out. Origin players missed out. We haven't put them in with rookies. Reese Walsh is a rookie. And let me tell you something Cal and Ponga in the long run is relieved. He's relieved. The Knights have even doubled down on what Queensland have thought. So they've moved him back to fullback to get him out of the collision. So that proves that that decision's right. And on Gay Guy, what everybody's chirping about, he's played 22 games for Queensland. That's pretty good at picking and sticking. Yeah. Last year, he was out of form. We picked him. His position was on the line in game three. He went out with a bang. Remember that fight? He went out with that. He went yeah. out with that. He went out. With the Queensland jersey, all guns blazing. So what more do you want? And Aaron, I'll just give you something. The Capel, can I just talk to you about Oh, no, 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 Aaron, right? Capel doesn't own the jersey, right? So I'm just going to let you know that. And they're replaced with origin players. They're not replaced with rookies. We're not doing what we did when I played and there was 10 debutants. This is origin player for origin player, so it comes down to form. So we are picking and sticking. So he should stick to his own state where Damien Cook has been a staple in their team, and then he gets outpointed by Api Corusau, which I thought that race was neck and neck. Then they bring in another hooker. Who do they bring in? Braley. Who? Braley. So he should stick to his own team, right? Just leave us alone, right? And do you know the best thing is? The poor buggers are worried about us. They're talking about our loyalty. 
Didn't oh, they? I, no, no, no. Didn't they play? So let me just keep on growing. Didn't Payne Guy say he wanted to play for Queensland? Yep. Yeah, right. Quoted that he'd love to give it to him. How does that go down? You're sitting with a guy that wants to play against you. Well, he's actually now playing. No, 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 no. Unravel that for me. I want Woodsy to unravel that, whether he would sit with that guy in a dressing room that said, I want to play with him. And he wasn't young and they can go, oh, mate, you know, everybody makes silly comments. I've made, I've made a million of them. I'm making them every day of my life. But I've never said I wanted to play for New South Wales. Well, Ever. That's fair. Ever. Where does this come from, do you think, this? The I mean, Kate Will's, form, Kate Will's form hasn't been up anywhere near. Like, I don't know where Woods is I think he's playing busted. Yeah, I he's really got a do. shoulder injury. He's yeah. got a shoulder injury and nerve damage to the shoulder. There's no doubt he's playing busted. He's not playing to where he is. He's played Origin. He's done a great job. His Origin career isn't over. But I spoke to people that were in the know, and his name might start with Billy, and his last name might start with S. And he said Origin players are going to miss out this year. So when we talk about the Origin, the makeup of the side, Origin players miss out. That's where Queensland are as a state at the moment. We've got Broncos playing good footy. The Titans are up and down, but some of their players have hit their straps and Tino and Mo and Dave Fafita's had his best season there. And then you've got the Melbourne Storm players are up the top, you know. And then Redcliffe have surprised everybody with blokes like Gilbert and that that have put their hand up. So, you know what? I think we've picked uh, informed footy side. The Cowboys guys are a little bit down. There's no doubt Vel uh, and Murray are a little bit down. But I thought, I'll leave that to Billy. I thought, to be honest with you, and, and this is honest, and, and I don't know what you think, I, I, I am excited for Reese Walsh to play fullback. Part of me thought, and Gordy, we don't know this, but part of me thought that the Hammer could play fullback and Gagai be given another chance I'm questioning, and and I just and and you know the game so much better than me. Hopefully, you're not going to question Billy here. No, no, no. I just want to know how the hammer handles Latrell and 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 with that speed, matchup with speed. One thing you can't coach is speed. One thing you can't coach is Latrell. So I think whoever's got the ball, whoever's got the momentum. So that's why it's important, right? So when you talk about it, so if Latrell and Tommy shine, right, we're going to yep. talk about how good Latrell and Tommy is. But their forwards would have dominated through the middle. Happy Coruscant would have got them on a roll, played off the back foot, front foot, and they would have been penetrating through the middle. They would have been way ahead, and they give Tommy and Latrell time and space. But let me tell you this. If we get time and space and we do a wide shift and Tabuay gets a chance one-on-one with them, you'll see how Tommy's hamstring is. Yep. Yep. And if Reese yep. Walsh, I don't think – there's faster players, but the way he looks on the field at slotting into spots – and I was going to give you a tip, and I – and I hate giving away all the secrets. Billy Slater last year after about round five, I said, who's going to be fullback? And it was the same. It was a talking point last year. Exactly the same about who's going to be fullback, who's this, who's that. He goes, Kalen Ponga, Gordy, I'll get him playing a style. I'll get him into the right slots. I'll get him this. Cameron Munster doesn't play. He gets man of the match. Dare I say it, Reese Walsh is in pretty good form, is he? Great form, I would yep. say. The yep. form of his career. Yep. Spending 10 days with Billy Slater the greatest number one that has played our game thus far. No one has overtaken him at the moment. I think he will coach him and get him into the slots that he needs to get into. So am I worried about what the paper talk is? No, not really. Do you know what uh, an interesting thing about Reese Walsh uh, that a lot of people don't know is that at 20 years of age or 21 years of age, 
he hasn't had a drink since before the season started. He he decided that he wanted to work on it and improve his football. Now, we all see Reese Walsh as this good-looking, you know, he plays on the edge, you know, we just expect. But he's a father. He has stopped drinking. Even last night when they had their bonding session, he drank soft drink and water. Yeah. He's committed, and speaking to people at the in, in around the Maroons, he said, his whole focus is to make sure that he is right and giving himself the best opportunity. And he's been like Dobbo, that all year. Do you ever listen when we sit on Sunday and we do this? It's what you pack, right? You know, I say it's what yep. you pack on Sundays. That's what he packs, right? So yeah, without delving into it and sounding like you know everything, it's how consistent you are off the field. You're at training for what five hours yep. a day, six yep. hours. So say the other eighteen hours of your day is so important. So if he's super consistent, if he's giving his body the best chance to repair, if he's have, having sleepless nights, great sleep, getting away from footy with his kids, you can tell. You saw it happen with Joseph Tarpany. Remember when he had 12 months off the drink? That was sure. the best season he had. He was the best forward. So the 18 hours off the field doing the right things, the more consistent you are off the field, the more you can be on the field. And that's that's pretty much what Reese and all the great players are doing. Mate, there's that's no doubt. Da- like, like, that's like been the, my mandate. You are super consistent off the field. That's why you're consistent on, on, right? on air. Yeah, yeah. on I'm air because you are super prepared. consistent. I'm, I'm consistent. I'm prepared. You are I'm super fit. consistent. I'm healthy. I'm healthy. Yep, that's exactly right, Gordon. That's why I'm delivering good information every single day. Have you broke mu- any stories this week? What have you yes, broke? Yes, I have. What? The Tristan Sailor making his debut for the Broncos. Oh, yeah. wow. I know, it's a big one. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Who, now, listen. Is that it? In <laughs> Origin Week, others. that's what you I've broke. Had a, I've had a couple that, like others, this, but, you know. Mate, like there's 10 others. Broncos out and you've just pulled in the top 30 and just know. <laughs> I rolled that. into training and actually <laughs> saw him there, and so then I broke it. Anyway, should Freddie Fittler, if they lose, and I hate that. I actually no, hate no, this no, part no, of no. it. I'm not calling anybody's job. Brad yep. Fittler's done, I tell you what, Brad Fittler's done a wonderful job. When he coached Sydney, uh, City, Yep. And the guys went and fed the homeless and all that. He gets yep. it. He gets yeah. it better than I most agree. guys, right? I agree. So I think both states are the best they've been at representing the people. Like New South Wales, they have to be proud of the way they represent. Like the other day they were out working with the paramedics. I think last night on what New South Wales services, like their emergency services do for this state. I think it's I think it's fantastic what Brad Fittler's done. He does the homeless uh, the hogs for the homeless. He goes around to the community. I think he's more involved with New South Wales than any other coach that has ever coached them. And oh, I agree Queensland, with that. And we've I, done I, that. So, like, then the game's bigger than that. He's got the right guys. He's got Brandy. He's got Joey. He's got enough information. Billy rings. I'm sure he'd ring, you know, the great forwards that are played. Hey, mate, what do you think about that guy? What about this? He's got Phil Gould, arguably the best New South Wales coach that would be advising him and um, – um, as well, and Brad Fittler could pick up the phone to any New South Wales player. So, I think New South Wales is in great hands. We just happened to beat them on the night, but they have not embarrassed themselves. And don't forget, last year, no Tommy, no Latrell, no Tommy, no Latrell, and it's going to be an interesting series. I can't wait. It's only a week away. We're going to take a break. I agree with you. For once in my life, I actually agree with you. I do not think that if they lose, this should be Brad Fittler's last year. This well, you is were going to bring it up. Hold on. That was a question you were going to ask. I, I, I was asking I you. You're the expert. No, 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 no. You're no, the expert, no, mate. No. I am just the facilitator. No, no. You just want people to lose their job. Save that for the Sunday show. 
That is, that is just not to make the case yourself, at all. You just want to make yourself feel more important, right? You sacked Desi last year. You sacked Hook <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. Just leave coaches alone. Uh, we'll take a break, come <laughs> back. This is Footy Talk with Gordon Dallas and Dobbo on a Wednesday. Footy Talk on the listener podcast. Ben Dobbin and Gordon Tallis, the Raging Bull. We're a week away from origin. Jack DeBellin named captain for the Dragons. They take on the Dolphins tomorrow night at KO Stadium. I don't know why everybody's up in arms about this, Gordon. I mean, Jack DeBellin was found – he wasn't found guilty. He obviously went to court. That is behind him. He's played his football. He's trying to do the right thing. The Dragons need a captain. Ben Hunt's not there. They've gone to him for leadership. I don't have a problem with this. I don't know why we are now making this an issue. Well, they're making it an issue because of what's happened in the past. Simple as that. And then there'd be the argument, are there better leaders at the club? It's one game or it's two games or it's three games. Couldn't they have just put in a young guy? He can he can captain, he can lead without the C beside his name. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. you know what I mean? So the Dragons have made some really poor decisions. Is this another one? I'm not too sure. I'm actually... I actually toss a coin on this. It didn't worry me that he's named captain and it wouldn't worry me if there was a young kid named captain just to give them a little bit of extra responsibility. Is it going to change the way Jack the Ballon plays? I always believe with a captain, does it change the way they play? And if it doesn't, you don't sort of get – I mean, some people really, like they love the captaincy and they thrive on it and it takes their game to the next level. And some people don't need it to go out there and play every week. Yeah, you're right. It'll be interesting to see. Another good story out of the that game tomorrow night is Jermaine Azarko. In 2018, he was Rookie of the Year at the Broncos, and then he lost his way. Under Anthony Seabolt, he went down to the Titans. I broke that story that he went to the Titans. And then, obviously, he became a Dolphin again. He plays his 100th game tomorrow night. It's a redemption story in a lot of ways, Gordy, because he's been so good this year. He, uh, talking to Wayne Bennett, he said, Jeremy Marshall King and Jermaine Azarko have been our best without doubt all year. And I I tend to agree 12 rounds into the competition heading to round 13. It just goes to show right environment, right coaching. Some players gel with different coaches and and the Wayne Bennett, Jermaine Azarco story is one that there's a connection. Look, it was fantastic because remember last year when he signed for Parramatta, what you broke when he went to Parramatta too? That's right. That's right. Yeah, Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, Like, do you remember that? I do, mate. He actually came to the Titans. But when he started at the Broncos, I think he like he was channeling was a Dan Carter and the time yep. and the headspace and all that. And he started off and he always wanted to be a fullback. And I don't know why these guys always want to be fullback, right? It's a tough position, but he's on the wing. He's having an impact just as long as you get a jersey, you know, and you can make an impact. And I think he's playing his natural game. I think this year, arguably, he's in, I'd say he'd be in the top five wingers, just his form and how he's played the season. So uh, I think it's an amazing turnaround. It just shows when you're happy, you're healthy, and you're playing in a team and you feel like you belong and you can go to training and you keep on working and you've got the right mental space happening. I think yep. um, I think it's helped him a long way. And he's, and he's simplified his job. You know, I think they get ahead of it. I think some of these players, they listen to their managers and they listen to their mates and they chase the dollar. And obviously if you're a fullback, you get more money. If you play this position – you get more money, and then everybody when they come off contract, where do they want to play? Yeah, and it can and it can actually ruin their it can actually ruin their career. Just stay in your lane, like yeah. mate. If it was my son, stay in your lane, son. You're a good winger. You're playing great footy. You know, if you go to yeah. fullback, you're going to be under the pump. 
Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. But he's playing uh, great. I love that. Who, Who wins, wins that tomorrow night? Who wins it? I think I, – I, we're going to see how the master stroke of Wayne Bennett happens. I think the Dragons, the turnaround – you would think the Dragons, wouldn't you? How many no. players they have out? No. Well, they've got Ben Hunt. That's it. You would um, think. Yeah. I, I like I like the fact that Milford's so, back at 5'8". Cody Nicarim no, has gone to fullback. But there's I no like the Kafusi. There's – there's well, no, no Kifusi, Gilbert, there's mate. no Tom Gilbert, but there's also uh, what they bring in is Mark Nichols is back in there. Where You've has got, he been? He's had a broken thumb. Valance <laughs> makes his debut back onto the – he's on the bench. They've found a place for Valance. <laughs> Valance is on the bench. <laughs> I think that they'll get up with this. This is a KO, remember, and this is the last time they'll play there all year. It's sold out Thursday night. Oh. It's a network game, so it's going across the country. I think they'll get he, up for it, Wayne will find a way. And it'll be the biggest high ratings too, because the Dragons won and like every yep. Drake uh, every Dragons fan um is back on the bandwagon again because yep. they've got a new coach. So Yeah, um, so it, it it's lot said. So that is tomorrow night and you'll hear that on Triple M. There's a big story with involving Gotcha for Life and our great friend Gus Wall and Gussie. We have the founder of Gotcha for Life. He's just back from America after jet-setting over there doing more podcasts, and he's just everywhere. He's global these days. Gus Wallen, thanks so much for being with us on the Footy Talk. Oh, Dobbo, thanks, mate, and g'day, Gordy. How are you, boys? Thanks for having me. Mate, it's fantastic. Gussie, mate, you do some wonderful work. Mate, Gotcha for Life. How did this all come about? How did you start this? I lost a friend of mine, Gordy. He was a guy that sort of, I don't know, I, I put him up on a pedestal. I thought that he had everything, you know, he was... Beautiful wife, three children, yeah. um, you know, had a good life and well, certainly seen from the outside. And he took his life on the day that his third and final child finished their final exams in, in oh, Sydney. Wow. And um, it crushed us all, you know, and basically I did what most blokes did. I went to the funeral, um, had a few drinks on the anniversaries, had more than a few drinks on the anniversaries. And then, you know, one day I was sort of brave enough. I spoke to Maddie and MG on the grill team and I said, boys, I want to talk about my mate. Um, and they said, mate, we'll support you 100%. And it was just beautiful radio where I told my story. Then for 90 minutes, we did nothing but just take caller after caller with people just going, can I tell you my story? It was like we had given them permission to talk yeah. about something that they had buried in their tummies or they just didn't think they'd ever talk about. And that got me the feeling that there's so many people out there that do worry alone. And if you don't have a bunch of mates around you that you can just talk to, warts and all, without any fear or judgment, you know, blokes can make some really bad calls. The number one way to die now as a young Australian male is suicide. We lose seven blokes a day every day, two women, and 65,000 people attempt it every single year in Australia. So it's a massive problem. So I started the ball rolling with the Man Up program. Then now we're six years into to uh, Gotcha, and, you know, I'm just – it's my passion, mate. It's my heart, and, um, you know, I'm just so pleased now that the game that I love so much – um, and Peter Volandis and have decided to team up so we can build some mental fitness within the game that we all love. And this is the start of a hopefully a really good partnership to get a whole lot of money that will go straight back into grassroots rugby league. Yeah, well, because it doesn't discriminate. But, you know, like if I'm a young man, right, and let's say Paul Green. Paul Green had probably 40 numbers that he could have rung at any time. He's lifelight, he's got yours, he's got all these different numbers. Yeah. What are some of the triggers? Like you said, that was your best mate. What's something that if I'm a mate of someone, what mm. are some of the things that we look out for? Well, Gordy, it's really it's really hard because blokes put on a mask and make out that everything's all right. Like yeah. I heard that I heard that Greeny had probably more drinks than he normally would at that Sharks reunion, but everyone thought that was fine. And then 
of course, he does what he do, does just after his son's birthday. So he gave no signs whatsoever. My mate gave no signs whatsoever. If you do find a mate that's just a little bit different, he's a little bit off, he's yeah. drinking a little bit too much or he's not coming out, he's staying at home, those, those are signs where yeah. you can really then rip in and go, right, I'm here to help you. The problem is, Gordy, not enough of us blokes put our hand up and show that vulnerability, which means yeah. it just comes out of the blue. Yeah, it certainly does. It's something that we all deal with and it's all faced uh, at different times. Gotcha for Life Foundation and the NRL have teamed up through the 2023 Ampol State of Origin Series to build mental fitness in grassroots footy clubs one mm. pass at a time. Show your support. It's really easy for building mental fitness and buy a virtual one pass as yep. a donation to the Gotcha for Life it's Foundation. So it's really simple. So easy. 20, yep. 40, 80 or put in another amount. There it is. It's fantastic, Gussie. Yeah, well, thanks, thanks, Gordy, a- and and thanks to you, Dobbo, for. I mean, you're you're my man up there in Queensland. You hosted that event for me the other day, and I no mean, you're dramas, perfect, mate. mate, because you're a bit vulnerable yourself. You're a big bullfed that everyone loves, but you've got your mates that you walk with. You have got people that you talk to. It doesn't mean we have to burst into tears every five minutes or have a big, deep, and meaningful. But it's okay I to do, cry, Gussie. I do. I do. It's I okay to cry. I cry all yep. the time. Yeah. Only when Gordy went. Hold on, mate. I cried in Farlat. Mate, yeah. I cried in Farlat, mate, when they got Bobby Boy out and they run him down the straight. So yeah. it's one of the saddest movies. And my wife goes, What are you crying for? I said, It's just a good moment. Yeah. I watched You're Beaches last boys. night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we love it. Beaches one of the greats. But Gus, <laughs> I mean, so you come up with a really good point because like, I think of like my dad and. He used to love going to a pub and just sitting with his mates and they'd have a couple of – but, like, they must have just – it must have been the boys venting or whatever, but, like, they'd go there a couple of days a week and and they forced each other because they had a group of mates and maybe that just doesn't happen. And obviously you can't go have a beer, but it could be a coffee, it could be a walk, it could even be a game of golf or whatever it is. But get out there and talk to your mates. That's that's right. And 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 if, and if they're really true mates, they don't care if you're having a bit of a bad day. They actually want to help you. Yeah. You know what I mean? They have that vulnerable moment. That brings you actually even closer together. It makes your bond even better. So that's why I think, you know, we've been told all our lives to man up and shut up. Well, it's time to man up and, and speak up and find those people you can have those true relationships with and it'll set you free. And we've got to get this, this suicide rate down to zero and we're getting on the front foot with it. And the one pass yeah. is, you know, such a lovely start to this whole partnership and I cannot wait to Wednesday night as much as anyone but as DCE and Teddy who are both ambassadors for Gotcha and and are in the on the posters yeah. you know at the end of the day mate you know we want to look after each other and make sure we get home to our families well I'll tell you yeah. what Gussie I'm going to give you one of the greatest flick passes ever it's going to be a little flick pass out the back Arthur Beaton style oh happy days <laughs> happy days mate. thanks for your support boys and I love your show Good on you. Uh, One Pass Gotcha for Life. You can go to their website. It's their uh, building mental fitness. Yeah, you certainly do. Uh, And that's the way to do it. I really appreciate having him on. That's a fantastic initiative. Uh, That's it from us. Bull, killing it on 360, doing a great job at the moment. You belong. You you absolutely, I don't like giving you raps because it goes to your head, but you are doing a very good job. Braith and Nasser's doing a fantastic yeah. job. Oh, so mate, he's a proper, proper pro. He's yeah. a proper, proper pro. So yeah. uh, anyway, thank you. So, That's mate, um, I heard you've been ringing the boss trying to get a job there too. So they've changed their numbers, Dobbo. So just to let you know, they've changed their numbers. So you will never be hosting that show, just to let you know. Real. So basically, real journalists, footy legends, and Braith.
Okay, so just to let you know, that's the landscape of that show. I have not ever rung a, a, a boss. Now, I can tell you on my twins' life, I have not spoken to anybody. Stop trying to throw a cat amongst the pigeons, you have rat. Have you in the past? Oh, mate, don't you think the past is the past. Goodbye. That's what he took on Wednesday. See you later. 